Kansas City falls to the Bengals 34 to 31, which means the Tennessee Titans are officially number one in all of the AFC right now and can get the number one seed in the playoffs and a playoff bye with a win next week over the Houston Texans. And what's even sweeter than that is if they can't do that, Derrick Henry is looming on the horizon for a comeback. And that would make it so much sweeter to have that first round bye and the playoff to the Super Bowl roll through Nashville. Speaking of Nashville, the Music City Bowl game was in Nashville. And we'll, uh, we'll recap that because we were all there to watch that shit show of a finale. But it's officially 2022. I am your host, Rainey, alongside Austin, alongside Lacey. Guys, let's kick this year off. What's going on, guys? What's going on? We are off to the playoffs, man. Uh, number one seed. It's, it's a good day. It was a good Sunday. It, it was a very good Sunday. And I was there, and I am still shivering because that was the most miserable weather. It was cold and sleeting and raining. And I had to come home and take a really hot shower because I was freezing. Lacey. How big how of uh, how big of flashbacks were you having when those refs were making terrible calls? <laughs> oh my god! If you could have heard the crowd, the blonde side walk one, I was like, oh, that <laughs> was ridiculous. <laughs> that was that that happened right in front of me. That blind side block on Chester Rogers on that breakaway run, I, I, I believe it was Hilliard who had that run. Mm. Um, it, that was oh my god, was that was awful. <laughs> Every one of the calls was to take away a big play. It felt like like it was never some meaningless crap. It always was something big, and you get suspicious when that always happens because yeah. you feel like they're they're trying to motivate an outcome. And then that that just I was just getting so angry. And thankfully, though, the game was always in hand. It, it really that was a beautiful game plan. I mean, they just completely they completely suffocated them, and it's amazing how um. To a tongue of a low, it looks so much average when not all of his people are running wide open down the field. When he's um, not playing for Alabama. Yeah, insane how that works. <laughs> um, <laughs> I will say, we beat a hot team today, though. They didn't lost since Halloween. They won seven straight games. That's uh, that's crazy. And we just drilled them into the ground like they were yeah. nothing. Well, I kind of saw that coming because if you would look at their schedule and see who they played and the quarterbacks they played, I think. <laughs> I mean, Ian Book was a great quarterback they played. He was amazing. Um uh, I mean, they 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 just played some trash trash quarterbacks. I mean, I, I, I'm what, what's his face? Lamar Jackson, I think, was the best one they played and actually beat. The other ones were I can't even. They're like second, third string, every one of them. And the last one they played was Ian Book. So I kind of saw that coming. So that last one was a little worse than all the others. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that game. I, I don't think he should ever get snaps in the NFL again. I don't. But. It's awful. I mean, horrible. <laughs> I mean, Ian Book just looked like he's never played football in his entire life. 
last week. So, yeah. but uh, the Tennessee Titans <laughs> look like they've uh, played a lot of football uh, in their life because they destroyed Miami thirty-four to three, <laughs> and it was a complete domination from start to finish. Uh, it was just a t- t- Titans play bully ball. I mean, they're doing it without Derrick Henry too. And yeah. if he if he comes back, then yeah, you, you watch out, man. This team's dangerous if he comes back. Like, and he's going to come back. I mean, we're yeah. the number one seed in the AFC South, and we got our best player coming back. I think we're dangerous. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that question. We are pretty dangerous. No, oh, yeah. that's crazy. I can't believe. I can't believe it happens. Did you did you end up seeing the end of the Cincinnati game? We were. I was sitting in the stadium. We were watching it on someone's phone. Um, I mean, Cincinnati I made some really questionable decisions and it hurt their quarterback. I mean, Joe Burrow got hurt because all they had to do was kick a field goal and hold off them on defense. And yeah, they just not- kept going for it on fourth and one. And they lucked out twice and ended up getting that first down off of the uh, off of the penalty. And then but Joe Burrow got hurt. So, I mean, but I mean, they still somehow pulled it off. I appreciate like- it. Thank you. I know, and we were watching. We were watching it. We were just keeping up with the score on the phone as we were um, sitting there. And the 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 play. It seemed like they were on the one yard line for like an hour, trying trying to go in to score to beat Kansas City. It felt like they were there for a decade because it was just kept updating. And every time it updated, it was like on the one, and then be like timeout. And then so what happened to Jerbo Burrow? Because I missed it. Um, he got hurt. They, he could have just ran it in, but instead he, uh, tried to make a pass and he got hit, um, when he threw it and it just, I think it messed, I can't, it was like his leg or his knee or something, but I mean, you could tell he was hurt. He walked off the field, but still. So it wasn't like an injury that's going to like probably keep him out. I don't Uh, think so. Well, I don't think so. I, I mean, and y'all were talking about how we, they should have kicked a, field, kicked a field goal, but I don't know. Do you really want to give Kansas City the ball with 50 seconds to go? And just, no. I mean, just like that's that's just the death sentence. So I didn't really disagree. I, I know it was it was it was a hard decision because you just got shoved or you just got stuffed three straight times on the goal line. But I don't know. I, I, they lucked out. They really did luck out twice. Yeah, we were uh, we were all walking to the car after the Titans game and we're just walking and talking about the game. Then out of nowhere, the crowd behind us just erupts. I'm like, there's like a fight over there. Something that was going on. No, Kansas city lost. So that was the massive eruption from the Titans fans. And uh, it didn't take long for everyone to figure that out. So everyone started celebrating. That's pretty cool. Um, But yes, the Titans are just one went away from the uh, AFC title. And uh, so Titans, don't do what you usually do and just do the Titan, most Titan thing in the whole world. You can just go down there and beat the Texans. It would be be grateful. Every Titans fan would be grateful if you could just do that and secure the AFC. So don't do anything stupid, Titans. Just 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 do what you're supposed to do, and don't Titan. Please don't Titan. Just do it, okay? Just just make it easy on yourselves for once, okay? You've already gotten through the hard part. Kansas City lost, so make it easy on yourselves. Come on, guys, you can do it. You can do it. Do it, um, but um, this is the channel TN podcast, and it is mainly a podcast for the Tennessee Volunteers. So, 
Let's it's just kind of like we're all avoiding the elephant in the room. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> we are. We are. I mean, um, <laughs> but let's um, just let's just talk about it because. But it hurts. It, it does. But I I try to keep my calm and my cool after the game. And me and Austin were walking back to uh, actually we're walking back downtown to meet everybody. And um, I turned to Austin and I want to get your thoughts on this, Lacey, because I, I really don't. I, I, did I want to win the game? Yes, I wanted to win that game very, very badly. But I turned to Austin and I was like, I, I just don't I don't think that in the long run, this really means that much. And Austin could probably remember me telling him that. I just don't think you the told, game. I was there when you said that. I, okay. So you were there. I didn't know if it was just me and all you got to downtown to meet us. But I, no. I the, the game, I just, I was so, I was mad, but it was just one of those things. It's like, it doesn't affect, if something were to happen like this next year, it would make me a whole lot, like more aggressively angry than I, sh- I should should have been this past yes. game because I just don't think it's it in the long run it doesn't make that big a deal it really does it but yeah it pissed me off it, it just the whole thing about it what pisses me off is it's not just one play this year it's several plays that the game uh, like the refs have completely controlled the outcome of the game and that's not what the, the refs are there to officiate but they're not to determine like to completely make the decision to out, of the outcome of the game. When it, especially when it's like that, I mean, that was a touchdown. I mean, mm-hmm. that was a touchdown. I don't know. It, it, it's honestly disgusting how many times I've watched it, and every there's not a single good argument against it. the The only argument I've heard against the t- touchdown is they said, "Okay, well, the Tennessee player, I think it was Princeton Fant, was pulling him in, and that's illegal." Well, okay, if the rule book says that that is a, you throw a flag, five yard penalty, repeat the down. So they didn't do that. They said they they did the whole forward progress thing, but his forward progress never stopped the entire here's, time. Here's so my thing. there's no there's no defense. And what pisses me off at the end of the day, what pisses me off is that the refs can make any call they want, any call they want, and they just leave the stadium. They never have to answer it for themselves. When a coach makes a really bad play call, they have to sit and do a press conference after the game and answer for it. When players make a stupid mistake, they get questioned about it in that same press conference. Refs get to leave immediately, get into their unmarked car, and go as far <laughs> away from the stadium as possible, which was really, really good for them on on uh, thir- th- Thursday. Thursday, because, I, I mean, I, I walked out ready to look for them. I mean, <laughs> I, yeah. I walked out ready to look for them. Guys, how many times have we sat on this podcast this year and complained about officiating? It's too well, many I times. Mean, too many times. I just don't understand it. I, I, it doesn't. I just don't understand how on earth you can say the ball, the, uh, the play is over before the whistle's blown. That is what drove me crazy. If you want to blow the whistle really fast, that that's gonna piss me off. But I can't really argue with it. Okay. But the fact that he got the ball over the line after the whistle, like that, you can't. No, argue he got with the that. ball over the line first. Yeah, it, and it was clear and obvious. And Josh Heibel said in the presser, I thought you should have dug into the officials a little more in the presser, but I just don't even – it doesn't make any sense to me how that can happen. And and it's the third time this year. And you start to get paranoid at some point uh, that your team is just like the, uh, the, the eight balls against you now. And it feels like 
you you start to wonder are we hated by the media and stuff and that that's just something we're we're gonna have to live with because how we speaking of the media of course espn has to do me dirty and the second (laughs) that that happens they pan over to my section and my the look on my face is literally just expected at this point because i mean i wasn't yelling like i normally would like you guys know how i am and i'd be Mm -hmm. yelling and screaming i did enough of that afterwards but it was just one of those things like you've seen it before i've seen it before i know Mm -hmm. how i know how the story ends i know it's just one of those things like you're kind of shocked that it's you're like this isn't happening again but at the same time you know this is happening again Mm-hmm. And I mean, they didn't have to do me dirty like that, but I mean, at the same time, I mean, I get it. But it's like at least the media was on our side with this. Every, exactly, every, everyone was saying in green that this was BS. That's the next point I want to get to. And uh, if it was, if it happened to Purdue, Tennessee fans would do the same thing. <laughs> I mean, they'd be like, "Nope, nope, that's that's that's, that's the call. That's how it went." But yeah. when everyone in the world – see, they, they couldn't – the media couldn't do this to Tennessee fans because the media has always been bashing Tennessee and been on Tennessee's uh, ass about everything. So, yes, it would be a backlash if it was just Tennessee fans complaining to the media. But when the media is agreeing, not just the media, but everyone is agreeing that Tennessee got screwed and you're the – only people that don't see it that way, the problem lies with you. <laughs> the problem lies with you because it was – we got screwed. It, it was horrible. So yeah. if you can't see that, everyone else is agreeing that we got screwed, but you're the only one. It's like, man, it, it's kind of like that 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 thing. It's like um, all out of all the friends, you know, if, if you don't see the problem, then you're the problem. <laughs> That's the same thing. Yeah, it's just that 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 that's it. Yeah. I walked into my dentist's office the next day. <laughs> my dentist is an Alabama fan, and he the first thing he looks at me and says is that was a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I walked into work yesterday, and the first thing I said was that was a touchdown. I'm no further current. That was a touchdown. No further comments at this time, and everybody agreed with me. Everyone. I've never agreed with a room full of Alabama fans and one Florida fan in my life ever. <laughs> walked yeah. in. I said that was a touchdown. Everyone agreed with me. I mean, when Alabama, Florida, um, Georgia, Georgia fans, the most, you know, when they all say, okay, yeah, that was a touchdown. The only people I'm hearing that's not a touchdown from are Purdue fans and Kentucky fans. But that's just because Kentucky fans are the most bitter people in this entire world. <laughs> so pretty much every, well, I know I saw one Vandy fan that disagreed, but I think it's the only Vandy fan that doesn't have me blocked on Twitter. So. I- I started to get a little paranoid with this kind of stuff, you know, like, okay, so we, uh, the officials who called that game were the same officials who got banned for, I think, like a year because of their horrendous officiating and the Miami Duke lateral ending. You guys was remember? that, yeah, was mm-hmm. that, was, was that the play where the guy's knee was completely down? Yeah. Okay. So that's the second time we got like one notoriously bad officials, like the second time this year, cause we got the Ole Miss officials who, uh, who uh, called the Mississippi State Memphis game and um, oh, yeah. knee down? So I I'm mean the the pit, like, the pit refs we were get, pretty terrible. Why do we get the worst refs? And I started to think about it. I'm like, well, we're not we're not getting the primetime games. Obviously, that's that's part of it. They're not giving us the best officials because we're not the biggest game on TV. And I also think 
maybe officials don't want to call our games because Josh Abel runs such a fast style of offense, which I think may be just something we have to deal with because you'd think but, they're but there's so many teams in the easier to call games. There's so many teams in the country though that run a fast style offense. Very, very. I mean, there are though, but I mean, you watch a lot of games. I mean, tons of teams do it, um, and I just, dude, I, I, I don't know how we always get. The shit into the stick. Yes. How how <laughs> we always exactly, Lacey. How we always just find a way. We don't even find a way. They find us. It's like, oh, Tennessee game. Let's go screw them. Let's go, pal. And like they just all come to our game. It's like they find us. It's like it's like we're the crap, and they just they're the fly. They just come straight to it. It's just like, dude, what the hell? And you think like, okay, if we're gonna get biased officiating, you think it would honestly be in our favor because. I mean, we have so many fans there. You do you want to piss these people off? Okay, if, if you're bad at your job, then you think you'd be bad at the other with the, with the other team. I mean, this is insane. Since they I were mean, ACC officials, has anybody looked in to see if they were the same ACC officials from the Tennessee Pittsburgh game? They were not. I, they were not. Uh, no, okay. they weren't. They were not. I was just curious because they suck too. Um, um, also, what was that thing? It was like the barstool Rocky Top, and then the barstool. Uh, Texas A&M. No, 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 no. Was it? Was it? Was it that? Yeah. Like start th- start throwing stuff and then yeah, Texas <laughs> Barstool Aggies was like they're about to start throwing shit on the field, aren't they? And then it was like immediately above it, uh, Barstool Rocky Top was like, like everybody start Throw throwing trash stuff on the field. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah, god! I, I laughed out loud. so loud of that. Uh, it's it's just amazing how they came like those both of those accounts just right underneath each other like side by side. I mean, so, perfectly. So poetic. funny, yeah, it's poetic. Uh-huh. Just poetry and motion right there. It but is so funny. I don't want to just focus on this honestly because we really under- underperformed and this and we shouldn't have been in that position to be honest with you. Oh, I that that's what I that's what I told. Uh, I think I, I think I told you that after the game. Also, yeah. we were so pissed about the call. But I was like, dude, we should have easily won that game. We're up twenty-one to seven, and there's, I just, they're out. They're two best receivers. They're out. Their best defensive player. Yeah, I mean, guys out too. We only have one of our true DBs back there, and uh, K Mays isn't playing. And I think the break hurt us a little bit too. We seemed rusty. We seemed our timing was off. I think Heibel said that in the presser that that our timing just seemed off, and it, you think it was problems with being so far off the break and killed our. Momentum and symmetry. That's what that's what I took. That's what I turned to you during the game, Austin. I, I looked straight at Austin. It was like, hey, I like, does, does something seem off to you? It just doesn't. The flow doesn't seem right. They don't seem right. They seem to be doing things they don't usually do. It just seems funny. It just didn't feel right. They they didn't look right. And uh, I think there is a, a big part. Uh, I'm not making excuses for them, but I think there's a big part of having a break to where they kind of get out of sync and out of rhythm. Uh, and and they just kind of lose kind of the swagger and the, and the momentum and the and the and the, and the they were just so in sync, and then they have a little break and they kind of get loose and they just kind of forget. Not they don't forget, but they just you know it happens yeah. all the time. It's it, uh, if you do some every if you like if you take a vacation from work and you come back that first day is going to be a little weird, a little bit trying to get back into your yeah. routine. It's just like that Christmas break, but uh, and also I mean. I don't think our defense should be have no blame on this at all. Like they were awful. I mean, our defense. Found, they found a way to force three turnovers, but that was the only good thing they did. I said it so many times during the game. 
can we please blitz one time? We let that dude sit back there and just throw all night. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, can we send any – we didn't send pressure a whole game. I don't think I saw pressure unless I just completely miss it, which I could have. But I didn't see hardly any pressure the entire game. It was just the, the front four. I'm like, dude, we're not getting to him, so please send someone. I mean, taking it by the guy that was behind me that kept yelling blitz, blitz, yeah. like at the top of his lungs. Oh, my time, God. I take it that there was a lack of it. There, there was no. I mean, I mean there was no, it was terrible. And me and Austin were sitting pretty much in a skyscraper up there because we got our tickets last minute. But I mean, but you can see from up top, you can see everything developed from up top. And there was no blitz. And I was getting so angry. Watching this guy just just launch the ball up and his speed pretty much being, if I don't, it felt like we were man to man. Even though I don't even think we we're man to man, were we? I can't even. I don't even know what we were running, but we weren't putting any pressure on the quarterback. And I was getting very agitated with that. But it just goes along with I just man, we just didn't play a good game. It, it wasn't good. Could we have won at the end with that call for the ref? Of course. Would it have been awesome? Of course. But that's not the reason but what we about, lost. Okay, but a lot of people are talking about the ending, including myself. I'm not going to lie. But clearly, I've talked about the uh, missed touchdown. But another big thing that people are talking about when it comes to how bad just the refs were in general was that one – Hooker got a lot of criticism for those uh, overthrow, quote-unquote overthrown passes. But from the ankle where I was sitting, you could see the holding was just so insane. Like, that one uh, – it should have been a touchdown to uh, Cedric Tillman, bef- and we should have won it in regulation. But they just missed that blatant holding um, on Tillman, and then try to people try to blame Hooker saying he overthrew it. But no, he would have been there if there wasn't holding that the refs refused to acknowledge. And um, so, I mean, there's several other aspects. I feel like the officiating got worse from halftime on. But mm-hmm. and I feel like that just the fact that. So many of those plays were going with the officials were just letting it go on our end, screwing us over on the defensive end. I think it changed the structure of how they were even running plays. Oh, no, no doubt. No, it does. Refs can change the way you play. And especially – have have any of y'all gone back and rewatched the game at all yet? I, I refuse. I refuse. No, I did not I either. I did, I, 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 I did not I, want I, to. I've seen bits and pieces, but not, not like the full thing. I just can't do it. Okay, I so, don't want to watch them. I don't want to watch the feigning goats of Purdue fall that's another, that's and cramp a, a million times. I don't. I can't handle it anymore. That's another thing that I want to talk about in a second. But before we talk about that, watching the game, I'm sitting there, and I didn't. I didn't go back and rewatch it. If someone's listening, please tweet at me. Whatever. But I felt like the Tennessee defensive players, especially in the secondary. We're getting to the Purdue receivers like bang, bang plays, and the rest would throw a flag every single time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it, it got to the point where it's like our team was like, dude, we can't even play defense. Like, what are we supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I was that, that, the, the very end of the game frustrated me, but watching that frustrated me even more because after that, and someone correct me if I'm wrong, I watched our DBs from up top just kind of kind of back up a little bit, like, oh, I can't get too close to them. And they kind of gave them too much space mm-hmm. because they're afraid they're going to get a penalty every time. It was, it seemed like it was just a bang, bang play. And the rest were calling it every time. Did and I was just, and, they were, and they were late. Or how, or how many penalties Purdue got versus how many we got. Yes. We yes. had 15. They had four. 
I mean, yes. I, I don't care. And, and we're seeing like all these holes all over on the replays now that they didn't call. I'm just like, and okay, I, I know this is probably immature, but like that that thing right before halftime of the of the ref like getting a pat on the butt from the head coach of Purdue. Yeah. It makes it kind of like it really. I don't know if you could line up any scenario where we'd be more angry about this. You know? Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. Oh yeah. Again, uh, the penalties are bad. They're 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 hugging and uh, and stuff with the refs, and uh, and they're calling like seventy five percent more penalties on us. It's it just and, and we have proof of one five to fifteen, fifteen on Tennessee, five yeah. on Purdue. Mm-hmm. Um, um one, I, the last drive of before <coughs> uh before overtime, two blatant holds, two that again change could potentially change the out outcome of the game no call not called and then we had I mean it's just one screw job after the other it people yeah. act like we're complaining about one call it's not one call I'm mad about I'm mad about how the the over penal uh over penalization of our defense caused them to not know how to like not know how to play defense to satisfy the refs and it changed how we play defense uh I'm pissed off about how they weren't calling the the penalties on Purdue like the holdings, like that Cedric Tillman one that's going to haunt me as well. And then the ending was just icing on the cake. It's it's not just one play. It's the way it changed the complete trajectory of the game from the second quarter. Here's uh, here here's another thing too. And I'm also I know you want to say something, but um here here's here's another thing too. And Austin and I were pointing this out all game. It was, it, it was troublesome to watch the refs throw flags nonstop on Tennessee. But so many occasions, the late throwing of the flags, how late they were. Mm-hmm. There were so many times where everyone's like, heck yeah, what a great play. And then out of nowhere, a flag would just fly. And not even from the official that was close to the play. Someone so far away would throw the flag and it, it it would it would be like five seconds after the play was over. And you're like you're like, dude, where is this coming from? And it, that was frustrating me the most. It's like they they were like, oh crap, we forgot to throw the flag. And uh, that oh, del- and the, well they also delayed the flag throwing on that horse collar that was the most blatant. I mean, it's like they kind of was trying to figure out if we saw it before they even threw the flag. It's yeah. The, the, and then the they were late- like, okay, well, everyone saw it, so we have to throw it. I mean, yes. it's just mind blowing. The lightness of the flags, like the paranoia here. But I got a lot of boosts like uh, on my betting apps for like, oh Tennessee, we're adding this boost to it, and it. And you know they're really boosting it up, like like uh, conspiracy. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I love a good conspiracy <laughs> makes theory. Makes me a little paranoid right now because you know all the boosts are coming on us, and you know Vegas will win a lot of money if we just don't win. You know, so hmm, just a little, just a little something there. You know, it makes me a little hesitant or a little, little paranoid. Hell yeah! <sighs> I mean, I, I it's just. Again, we didn't lose the game because of the officiating. We just didn't we didn't play very well. But the officiating uh these Tennessee games are just it's getting outrageous. It's getting so annoying. It's it it was what Paul Feinbaum tweeted out. Uh no, was it even Paul Feinbaum? Who was it that tweeted out saying if there they was They quoted him. Well uh As I, didn't, like I don't know. They're talking about Paul. the quote they quoted Paul Feinbaum saying congratulations to Josh Heupel on 
no. the record won't reflect it. Is that the one you're talking no, about? No, it was it oh. was Colin, it was Colin Cowherd. What wasn't it Colin Cowherd that said uh if you know for like at those five insane games of the college football season at Tennessee mm-hmm. be involved in four of them? <laughs> yeah. He I mean wrong. even he he's even he sees it. It's not Everyone it's sees not, it. it's not wrong. I mean, do you remember the uh do you remember the Alabama game a couple of years ago when at, like we were getting the most insane calls and they were like basically holding for Alabama. Yeah. And and I think the announcer says like how how is that a call? How does that happen? And the guy next to him, like I'm sure you got in trouble with this, said, Well, it's because you're in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. <laughs> like, I do I do remember that. I do like uh, every people see it and it's just it's, it's like what Tony Vitello said after the uh, Alabama game where we got screwed uh in the SC tournament. Uh, I think he said it's not easy to wear this jersey. Oh and, yeah. It's not easy to wear this jersey. I mean, it, it, you get screwed. I mean, we go back to it's at every sport, college baseball, and that in that series against Alabama, and then um, all the games with Tennessee basketball against Purdue. Against Purdue, we got screwed, and obviously the LSU game that year. And it's just like it's a nonstop thing. And I just I don't know why this keeps happening. Did we make a deal with the devil to make us like the hated team? Do, is it because we threw trash in the field? I don't I don't know. Is it because Shiano Sunday is it something we did like that, that we're hated by the people up top? I mean, I'm getting like conspiracy theorists, theory, theory stuff right at this point, you know? Peter Burns tweeted out, this is one of the worst calls I've seen in the history of college football. Absolute garbage in the Music City Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was such. <sighs> Look, the whistle isn't. Uh, what, what, what was What was the excuse? Uh, the whistle. Uh, doesn't determine if the play you, stop or whatever. Then why are they have always been told yes, it does. always told players yes, it does. to play until the whistle blows? Exactly. Play until the whistle blows. It doesn't determine. What are they supposed to read your mind? Do you players- remember uh the Vandy game in 2011 and Eric it ended on an Eric Gordon pick six in overtime? And, the and they actually blew the whistle. They did. And and they acted like it didn't happen. And and I'll be honest, that was BS because his foot his knee didn't hit though. So what no. end and I just wish we had those officials because. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, the ones that actually let something go. I yeah, but, but it was BS because his knee didn't hit. He thought his knee hit. So what, what's, even, what's even more mind-boggling about that last play call? I mean, that, that last play before overtime in the Music City Bowl or in overtime in the Music City Bowl was the fact that they fake reviewed it. Because I yeah. was sitting next to you, Austin. I said, dude, that was a – Quickest review I've ever seen in my entire life. I was like, they, they, they argue. It was more so the refs getting together and be like, can we do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do this. Pretty much that was it. Yeah, because <laughs> because because they went to review. I was like, okay, because they're about to review it to say it was a touchdown. And then there were, I looked down at Austin. I'm like, okay, they're probably going to go commercial break. Nope, they won right out there. I'm like, dude, what the, what the hell? It's the quickest review ever. Like, oh, After review, but friends. at the same time, they also what? said that, that that kind of call can't be reviewed. So how is it a review if it's not a reviewable they uh, sure. call? They didn't. They, 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 they did it for show. They did it so people wouldn't get mad at them. I mean, okay, but then scared. why did they say uh, after review the play call stands? Because, they, but they can't review, review it. It's a they're fake terrible review. officials. That's why. It's a it's fake review. They they're bad. To cover their they should be fired. They should get... I, I haven't heard of any any kind of punishment, any kind of apology, because they, they screwed up royally. And it's always coming at the expense of the team wearing bright orange. And it just, it just gets old, man. It gets real freaking old. Yeah, and, like, really it's always these plays that determine games. Like, like, screw us over in the 
first quarter if you want. But, God, does it have to be at the end of the game? Like, And of all the times to blow your whistle faster, which you didn't blow your whistle, you called the play dead or whatever, fast. You're doing it on fourth and goal in overtime. I mean, you should let that guy fight until he can't fight anymore. I, I mean, is that crazy? I mean, of all the times in the world to be have your, have a fast, like, oh, 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 don't let this pile keep going. I thought that rule was in there just like to protect quarterbacks sometimes. And that wasn't a quarterback. I mean, just, God, could you be more terrible at your job? <laughs> Why does it have to cost us? Like, couldn't this happen to, like, NC State or something? Which they get screwed a lot, too. But No. Uh, <laughs> Why would you wish it on NC State? They get screwed. Well, no one let, cares about NC State. Let it happen that's to a team happens, that literally NC. always gets everything in their favor, we, like we, Purdue. We put, put 60,000 people in the stands for a freaking bowl game. That doesn't happen anymore. They invite South Carolina, South Carolina and North Carolina to play in a bowl game in, in, in Charlotte, and the upper decks were basically not even touched. Yeah, like, they're empty. We travel better than anybody in this world. I know it's Nashville, but trust me, we would have gone to the moon, like like Mars. you said, Lacey. Yeah, and, um, yeah. It just and I don't get why. Like all these, like we're we're trying to rebuild ourselves. We're trying to have something great. And what's even more screwed uh, up? Like, is even if ball. we already knew that we were going to get screwed over, we would still travel to see it. And yeah, that's what's oh, crazy God. about it. And um, oh, I lost my train of thought. Okay. Um, here, if you think about it, let me know, Lacey. But okay. here's one thing. One of the biggest observations I had in that entire game. We have got to go to the portal or uh-huh. get well, – you've got to get a running back. <laughs> like, you've got yeah. to get a big running back. I know Ty and Evans screwed – he didn't screw us over. He just transferred. But – no, Tyon Evans was that guy. He screwed himself over. Yeah, he was that guy, and we need another guy. And if we don't get that guy, we, we're gonna we're gonna have trouble uh, in certain games. So you need to you need to, we need that's the biggest glaring issue uh, I saw on Thursday night. So D line help because we're losing Matthew Butler. Right. It looks like Jawan Mitchell. Uh, everyone assumed he wasn't going back for a senior season or whatever. Or is, Fifth year senior season, mm-hmm. and uh, he had a tweet after the game. You know, he's been injured since, or he got surgery like at week three of the season. We hardly ever saw him play because he transferred here from Texas. But uh, he had a tweet after, or not tweet, uh, like a Snapchat or Instagram post. Yeah, running like, back. Yeah, it was like something about 2022. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like him saying he's coming back. It was kind of like, um, Vols are going to be tough in 2022. So you make it. It's kind of like he kind of said he might be back. He kind of didn't. I'm pretty sure it was pretty much a message of saying let's run a pack. It it made it seem like he was coming back. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And I I know a lot of people say, "Oh, he didn't contribute at all." He didn't, but he had surgery early, so I don't know what you want. He he. I mean, he played well to the very beginning. He had four tackles. I thought he played well in that one. (laughs) Am I thinking the wrong guy? Who am I thinking of? Uh, maybe. Um, I, 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 I might be thinking about the wrong num- person. But. Number ten is it? Number ten? You think that's Joan Mitchell? He wears ten. No, I don't think it was ten. Anyways, I've uh, got completely the wrong person, I guess, in mind right now. Um, but let let's get to the point about the uh, fanning goats. I know because... what I was going to say. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say I would like to start a petition that we never play Purdue in any sport ever again, especially in any type of postseason or the Music City Bowl. We'll see the moon I don't want to ever play there in general anymore at all. I won't go. If we go back again, I won't go. Mark my word right now. 
January second, twenty twenty two. I said I will not go back for Music City Bowl. I'm called bullshit right now. No, I won't. You're happy ass to be in that parking lot drinking your little pink, pink Whitney, Whitney, whatever you drink. Lacey, we will be there, and we will be there to get whatever. I mean, I I don't want us to ever accept it again. I pray to God we are pissed off on pissed off enough to never accept it, and rather go to hell. I'd rather go to Memphis than that crap. I mean, no, I would not. Okay, maybe not Memphis, but no, I mean, exaggeration there, Austin. I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't want to ever play them again, ever in anything at all. After the Lamonte Turner, Carson Edwards, Phantom Foul, and after this this ending, I, we <sighs> the endings are always controversial. We always not, get the shit into the stick. I'm done. I have no, I have no love for the train school. I screw them. That, screw all of it. I'm done. That uh, that call on Purdue in the basketball game. That was not a Purdue thing. That was a Joe Lindsay thing. He called a lot of our games and every single time uh, he called a Rick Barnes game, he was biased towards the other team. Every Does, single time. Doesn't matter. Still and he, Purdue. And he was Don't want to play him. called the Alabama game the night before. Yeah, we always see him. And Don't want to play him. Every single time he's called a Tennessee game, he's biased towards the other team. It drives me. I, I hate Joe Lindsay with a passion like no other. All right. Um, I have let's... no interest in ever playing them again. <laughs> um, let's switch let's switch gears to the uh, Fanny Goat situation because it didn't take him any time to switch the rule of the fake sliding because of Kenny Pickett. Right. Is it it's Kenny Pickett? Right? Um, it didn't take it didn't take uh, any time to change that rule. It took what let what three four days to change that rule. But we've been doing this all season long of people just going down with injuries and faking them, and it's ridiculous because I was sitting next to one Purdue fan. Uh, he was on my right side, or she, I think it was a she or he. I can't remember who it was. But sitting on the right side, they're like, oh, they're fake. You know, they're, they're, they're like, why would they fake injury? They're down so many players. I'm like, that's the whole point. Duh. They're yeah. down. <laughs> I mean, why would they fake injuries? Because you're down so many people. That's the whole point. Yeah, makes idiot. you want to do it more. Yeah, dumbass. Like, I, I just – no they, rule for it. They can change one rule so quickly in a matter of days, but they can't change this rule that is literally ruining games. And you saw it again last night. What, 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 game, were, what game was it last night? No, it, was, it wasn't even last night. It was – it was some other. It was it was some other game, but our game again happens again. It's there is no, there was no difference between that game and the Ole Miss game for Tennessee. It, they were almost identical games with the refereeings, the officiating, and the feigning people. I think Ole Miss did a little bit more because Lane Kiffin has no shame. But uh, oh no no they did, but it was very Kentucky. similar. Very Kentucky. similar. Oh, that was Kentucky. Kentucky, Kentucky did it in Iowa. They, yeah, I call, you're trying I mean, to stop Iowa's I've momentum. Called it. The, the 50 no, I called guys. it. They would. They would <laughs> get Iowa would get two successful plays in a row, and I literally looked at uh, Joe and I was like, "Kentucky's getting ready to uh, fall on the ground, fake an injury." And as soon as it came out of my mouth, this one guy just like, and the, the, <laughs> what's sad is you have to at least give Ole Miss credit. At least they do the whole dramatics of it to make it look like an injury and, and be dramatic about it. Kentucky. They just plop on the ground. Like, they just plop on, a cr- on the ground like a toddler that just didn't get their way and just sit there. Like, in like a small tantrum type thing. They just plop. And then they just look around, like, waiting for someone to go see them. And, I mean, they just – they suck just because they're Kentucky and they can't do anything. Ugh. 
gross. But it just – This is something that's always been in football. Like, it is, it's always late in games and you're trying to run a two-minute drive. This will happen. This has been going around since, like, the, early, the mid-2000s. The problem is a lot, of, a lot of these teams like us are running this really fast style of offense that kind of like a two-minute drive or two-minute, you know, drive every game or every drive. Yeah. So they just do it a lot. And and did you hear the – I'm not going to say anything nice about the officials who called our game, but uh, they did actually tell Josh Heupel, he said in the presser, that uh, that uh, they think there needs to be a rule implemented next year. For oh, there, has, there has to be. There has to be a rule. Yeah. You cannot go another season. It ruins the game. It completely ruins the game. I've heard that they said that then it would discourage injured players from coming off because then they couldn't return to the game. But to me, it's like if you're really injured, then you would want to come out for at least that drive. So if they fall, they should have to be out for at least the rest of the drive, in my opinion. Without a doubt. And you know what? Use it at – like shadow it as player safety, that they want to make sure that injured players aren't going back in the game too soon. So if a player goes down with an injury or a cramp, then they need that rest to get ready for the next drop. Like I, I think it should mask be like, it as that. I, I think it should be a lot like basketball. You get a certain amount of fouls. You get a certain amount of you get a certain amount of injuries, and then after that point, listen, you go down. Like you, you got to stay out for a bit. Like that player has to stay out. Like you get you get a certain amount of injuries, and once you pass that little mark of injuries then you're done. Like you can't, you cannot fake it anymore because yeah. it needs to be like almost like a foul count. Like, all right, you, dude, you're done with this. Like you, you can't do it anymore. It's just a, it's a tough, weird thing. I don't know. Such a frustrating way to wrap up your year. I mean, you were ha- feeling so good and this is how you got to end it. I do think uh, I was taking this alternative angle for a little bit. I, you know, that game was so entertaining there for a minute. Like everyone in the country is watching it, saying this is one of the best bowl games they've ever seen, and uh, they're all on crack. They're all angry. You know, they all felt as he got screwed over. Does that help us at all? Does that like because I kind of think okay, you need a big national game to get people to know your head coach. Like you know, Gus Malzahn when Auburn had that big season, everyone got to know who Gus was, and you know, you you start recognizing him. And I kind of think like the Ole Miss game in this game made people you know, see Josh Heupel on the sideline, know his offense, get to know who we are now. And I kind of think having such an insane game benefits us more than if we just blew him out by 30, you know? Well, I also think the, 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 that game being on crack, like Lacey said, I, mm-hmm. I just, I, I think as a national viewership, I, I think people saw that and it was like, and Tennessee's they were just their defense was terrible, but they they also saw Tennessee as like damn Tennessee's not bad. <laughs> Tennessee is not bad. Tennessee like the bad Tennessee that we're used to seeing like they're just completely collapsed and they're terrible. No, Josh Heupel's teams they don't stop. And that last like four minutes of that game was literally like snorting a line of crack <laughs> or, or coke right in front of your eyes, You're like oh yeah there we go like she's just like got crazy like last four minutes was nuts it mm. was completely crazy and i just think that that whole national attention that we got was you know i i think that a lot of people were like okay i don't think Tennessee's really that bad <laughs> you know you know you know what's nice to be mad about 
close losses to be mad about that because back under Jerry Pruitt, all we could be mad about is a game that we stopped playing in the second quarter. You know? Yeah, yeah. A lot better. I'd rather I'd rather this than just getting blown out. Like I know I'm gonna be less probably angry after uh, a 20 point loss versus this, but I mean it's better because you want your team to fight and this. And our team wanted to win that game badly. Like, our defense had a lot of struggles. But, I don't know, I was watching our team when they turned over the touchdown or they said we didn't score. Mm. And they were so angry. Like, they wanted to win so badly. And that and that was missing so much from the old team. And I just – it's just a statement of how fast Josh Heupel has, uh, has changed the culture here. To, so, they actually want to compete. Like, they, they want to celebrate in the locker room. They want – they, they they want success. They want it badly. And it's just – I love to see it because it was missing for so long. And when it's missing, you, you you start to lose hope as a fan. Like, how does that even come back? I mean, if a guy comes here, is he really going to change things around – change, like, the, the mentality well, around? That quickly. I, yeah. Kansas? And, I mean, uh, me and Rainey had – we predicted a four-win ceiling. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like we, what's we thought to, Austin it, was crazy for uh, well, yeah. he was absolutely insane for saying seven wins. We said I mean, he was insane. I mean, Austin would say that it any coach no, doesn't matter. No, no, I oh, think okay, that, Austin, whatever you say, buddy. I, I, I looked at his resume, I looked at every game he coached. His teams fight, his teams don't get their ass whooped, and that really gave me some. Made me well, think this team can beat. I was mainly going off. Of this I was mainly going off the thirty-five transfers. That was just me. I don't know. And like you know, no defense. Austin's like, oh, we got. Where's Waldo as our head coach? We're winning eight games. I don't like. I I, I get it. But to go back to to your main point, Austin, how quickly has he? Has he been here a year yet? I don't think he's been here a no, year yet. January twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Exactly. So what you pretty much said a minute ago, Austin, it's remarkable how quickly in less than a year he can turn a roster of just dysfunction and disgruntled players into a roster of, damn, I want to play for this dude. And they do. You saw it just in the way they played this year. They shouldn't have come close to the success they had this season. They shouldn't have come close to anything they achieved this season. But they did because they like playing for this guy. They respect this guy. And them getting screwed over. And <laughs> Josh Heupel putting the most emphasis on an F word I've ever seen from a head coach in my life. Oh, my God. Getting... I loved it. The drawn out. The drawn yes. out. Yeah. I yes. heard they had to blur well, it on TV, like live. They blurred it? I, I think on when they it was. It, it's not blurred. That was not blurred. <laughs> no, no, but on like the uh, that that was like the first one. But when they showed it again, they blurred it. Oh, okay, yeah, because they had a lot of emphasis on the F. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, um, I loved it. I've watched it a million times. I love it. I just, I, I just think that he is a guy that is going to get Tennessee back on track to make this job completely relevant. This question university though, relevant question though, because I've seen a lot of people debate this, and I d- completely disagree with it. But I've seen a lot of criticism for him not kicking the field goal on instead of going for it when when you know the horrible thing happened. But everybody said, why did he just not kick a field goal and extend the game? 
And to me, I'm thinking if they would have actually accurately called that, nobody would be questioning that. No, not once. Not one person. I'm like, no one would be questioning him for going for it instead of kicking the field goal if they would have correctly called that touchdown. But hindsight, they want to be like, well, he should have kicked the field goal because, you know, Purdue didn't score a touchdown on the next one. But our defense was struggling so bad at that point. They would have called it differently if they would have kicked the field goal. Their offense would have been called differently. So, yeah, but Purdue, Purdue is terrible in the red zone. I don't think they, I think we shut them down the red zone twice or three times, and they, they have a history of being bad in the red zone. I think they're like one of the worst. So, I don't know. I don't know. Here, 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 here's a, here's a thing. How, how many times, again, let me re- bring back up how many times we said here, phrase again, how many times have we said here and wanted a coach that has balls? I was going to say many, that. How many times have I said, give me a coach that has damn balls, that's not afraid to take a risk? Listen, if it's later on in his tenure and he has a good team and he's playing a really good team, yes, it might be different. But there, no, you can't question that because you have to have balls. You have to be like, listen, guys, I got faith in you. We're going to go for it here. Yeah. If it's a different, if it's a different scenario against a different team, I, I get that. But no, in this situation, in this scenario – have balls and just go. Just do I it. Was, I would still go back and go for all, right, all over I again. The, I agree with the call, but I, I do think there is some debate there. I do think you could debate it. But but well, what if what if he would have kicked the field goal and Purdue would have scored a touchdown? How much yeah. credit? How much criticism would you think he would have? Oh, gotten? they would have gotten tons and been like, you were on the one yard line and you kicked a field goal instead of going for it, Finally, and it cost you the game. I mean, really though, he he would no matter what which way it pl- it played out. The fact that we didn't score that touchdown, even though we – well, the fact that they said we didn't score that touchdown is what brings up the debate. Because either way, there's there's things that could have worked out to where he was going to get criticized for it. But then, know. at the end of the day, like Rainey said, we begged when Pruitt would call the most conservative plays that just would play – he played scared so much. And we it drove us crazy. And we just wanted to coach with the balls. It's all we asked for, and we get it. And there's still people complaining about it. So you, you I mean, know what would have happened? You know what happened, Lacey? If it had kicked it from the one yard line, what is every reference that everyone would have brought up? Butch Jones against uh, Florida. Exactly. Or, there Oklahoma. you go. Oh yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah, kicking the field goal from the one. They, they, everyone was like, "Oh my God, did we learn from the past?" Blah blah blah. Exactly. Butch Jones two Exactly. That's there's what would have been said. I want to. Pr- point out one more thing about this game and uh that was the terrible field conditions and i do think that did a holy crap like we, did you we were feel the night before when it rained they didn't tarp it how do you not tarp it like how, how but is- here's here's the thing about that austin i feel like our players were the- really slipping because we go by speed and they go by strength that's I just, a point they're a bunch of big white guys and there were a bunch of fast guys mm. you know I guess so. I guess that 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 will affect you more. That's what someone pointed out to me after the game, and uh, I was like, and then yeah. Jalen Hyatt literally tripping into the end zone and catches that that touchdown pass while actively tripping into the end zone. There was an there was an end around that Jalen Hyatt had, or an end around, or a quick swing pass, or something that he had. It it was a long gain, if not a touchdown, and he just fell like two yards past the line of scrimmage. I was like, God. Like you, you see it from up top, and you just see this massive opening. 
And mm-hmm. Jalen Hyatt has the entire field ahead of him, and he just falls. I'm just like, <laughs> and uh, another thing about <laughs> talked about how we didn't seem like in sync, and we didn't seem to have any symmetry, or you know, if you're tripping on a play, you're throwing your timing off. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a big factor there. And uh, Hooker was getting pressure all day. We need, we need that number fifty three. He can't be starting next year. I think, I think his name is Jeremiah Crawford. He was at JUCO. We got in the late signing period. He, he if he's our if he's starting next year we are in trouble. Yeah. He's well, gonna blow in every play. Um, next speaking of next year, we're gonna we're gonna let's close out on this. <sighs> next year, which is why I said I didn't think the the bowl game meant that much this year. But next year is a a sign of they they've got to do. So, you can't have a game like this next year. Next year is the – if you have a bowl game like this next year and you come out and struggle, people are going to start questioning Hypel. I'm just telling you right now. I, I agree. They're going to start questioning them. But I don't think a bowl game is what I'm most worried about next year. I, I have a certain game that I'm most worried about next year. Oh, no, no. I'm just talking the about most general. critical to how I judge him. Florida. Which one? Florida? Florida. 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 If he – he has to win that game. That, yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, if you don't, then you better win every other to get any kind no, of. No, no, he's got to win that game. Like that's you got to win it. I mean, you just got to be Florida. I mean, this is, there's never a better time. You're coming off a great season, and you get him in Neyland, and we can have that game at night. It's gonna be insane. It better not be. We we better make sure we get good officials. I like, I don't know how, but we better. No, I'm not, I'm not even joking. We better make sure we get good officials for that, for that game. Like I'm, that's a real uh, that, concern. That, no. That's like how they should repay us. Is let Vault Twitter um, take, vote, take vote. Yeah, they get, they give they give us a, like a few yeah. different sets, and we get a vote on it. Uh, I want the I want the officials from the damn Super Bowl. Okay, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, let's see a game where we we had whoever did whoever the, the Kentucky official, Kentucky game. Yeah, uh, those guys helped us out a little bit. Also, <laughs> those guys give us a little bit edge. You know what? I, I I really made me realize. I'm not. I'll, I'll go back to the field for one more minute. Mm-hmm. I really want to play on uh, non-natural grass or whatever. You know, fake fake grass. Like every time we do, our offense is just amazing. Like Kentucky and Missouri. It, I I wish we could. I, I love. I obviously never want Neyland to be synthetic field, but I don't know. Just some random thing there. I wish like our Heibel's offense would be insane every time. Every time on those kind of fields. Yeah. Um, the, the turf, the turf at Neyland this year didn't seem like that big of a problem. But I get no. where you're coming. I get where you're coming from. I totally get where you're coming from. But um, next year, I think it's going to be one of the biggest um, critiques of Heibel if he can't LSU pull games. It's going to be a big game. Yeah, that's going to. Yeah, since they're in rebuild mode, um, Pitt without their um Hosman contending quarterback. Do you hear they got though? The USC, yeah, yeah, USC through 50 touchdowns or something this year. Mm-hmm. Well, I have to go watch. I, I mean, did you in, watch their I, bowl game? Or the ending of it, Pitt's bowl game against no. Michigan State. Their uh-huh. backups weren't bad, like they had their third stringer in, and uh, he was like. Nailing some passes. I'm just like, God, you guys are bringing a transfer in. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's probably like, later in the game. Like, that guy, that guy knows how to find good quarterbacks, Peterman, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max Brown. <sighs> yeah, Max Brown. 
I mean, Austin's already talked himself into a 10 and 2 and a Sugar Bowl next year. So we'll see how that plays out. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, we should be favored in 10 games, I feel like. Is that crazy? <laughs> LSU is the only one I'm not sure will be favored in. I'm, I think, you know, Florida, Pittsburgh, LSU, Kentucky, Vandy, South Carolina. I don't know. I mean, only games I know we're losing are Georgia and Alabama. Right. Which I don't know how Alabama's going to be. <laughs> okay. In Neyland. Okay. Okay. Okay, Austin. Okay, buddy. Hey, if A&M could do it, I mean, it's like that. Go, okay, it's like that meme where it's like, you know, which I'm talking about, where it's like the kid, the grandkids saying something, or the grandma saying something. The kids like, okay, let's go get you back to bed. It yeah, reminds me of that. Let's go tuck you in. Yeah, because that's how it is with Austin. <laughs> I'm not saying we're gonna win, but Austin, go to your room. Give me some. Okay, just give me this. Do you You're think? Time have, out. Do you think we have ten percent shot? A ten percent shot. Yeah, in Neyland Stadium, and Bama's shown lately that they're just not going to take every regular regular season game. I mean, 100%. ESPN gave us a twelve percent shot this year. Well, let's uh, let's just really wait, till, let's, let's wait till next year to see how things play out. Austin, we're already talking about Bama game next year. Oh God. Anyways, all right, guys. Well, but you have look. to. I mean, it's Austin. He thinks of the Florida, Georgia, and Alabama game at least four times every day. Yes. 365 days a year. Yes, that's so. all, all he does. Give, you have to give him that at least. Yeah. Well, for. Austin, Austin's convinced that we lost that game because we didn't wear orange britches. Uh-huh. I think we were the orange. So. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I didn't I, say it didn't cross my mind. Harder if we wore orange britches. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Clearly, the refs hate Star Wars. More than likely. Hooker was off, and you know, stormtroopers always miss passes. <laughs> he literally threw for five touchdowns. I mean, yeah, but he wasn't. You know, he wasn't 100. You know, that okay, was, but still, I mean, it's crazy. That, if you uh, look at the stats, five touchdowns. And, honestly, I don't think he played that great. Hit it, Hooker. Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah. Ain't it crazy how he threw that for that much and didn't play that great? I think it might have been his worst. <sighs> It is sloppy. The whole thing was sloppy. The, the whole thing was been sloppy. Um, but I'm going to go uh, on fall, guys, because I'm still freezing from the I'm game. Go- I'm going to work. All right. Well, all right, guys. Have a good one. We'll do it again soon. Peace See out, ya. Bye, guys.